Hey everyone, how are you? I'm excited to be kicking off this 2019 with a brand new show sponsor. Very excited to welcome Joseph Meyer Club to the show. If you haven't heard about Joseph Meyer Club, head on over to josephmeyerclub.com right now and check it out. This uh, They have a great product, uh, this aftershave that I've been using. And it's uh, it's really comes in a nice container, and it's got uh, this foaming tip on it, just a little bit in your hand, and it's really it's nice and clean. You know, if you ever used the uh, liquid ones before, you can kind of make a mess, but this is a real clean and really easy to use, and smells awesome too. That's a really nice thing about it. Uh, so, let alone is it moisturizing and uh, and alcohol based, so it helps heal up your skin if you happen to. Uh, have any you know nicks and stuff but smells great too and uh right now to let you try it they're gonna let you uh get 20 percent off if right for all my uh, rock paper podcast listeners so at checkout mention rppjmc20 for 20 percent off uh again rppjmc20 at josephmeyerclub.com and there's always free shipping so keep that in mind and uh yeah tell them shane sent you Hey everybody, Shane Presley here with Rock Paper Podcast. Let me tell you about my friends at Naked Vine, located at 1624 Clarkson Road in Chesterfield, Missouri, serving up all your favorite wine, whiskey, tequila, and local craft beers. Swing by and visit them this weekend, February 1st. One of my personal favorites, Cluster Pluck, is back at Naked Vine. Um, And then on February 2nd, Melody Den will be out there on Saturday night. So, uh, Mark your calendar for those shows. Full events and details can be found at nakedvine.net. And uh, mark your calendar also February 12th. I return to Naked Vine with my singer-songwriter storytelling showcase. Bringing along my good friends Ryan Chaney, Matt Hall, and Gabe Stroop. And that'll be a $5 cover, 7 o'clock show. Do not miss out on that one. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Can't wait to see you guys there. Uh, again, everything at nakedvine.net. Be sure to follow along with them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, yeah, get out and support local live music. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy the show. Um, podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> that's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. Uh, this is Justin Mills with Mills Custom Music Company, and you're listening to Rock Paper Podcast. Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri, hanging out today with Justin Mills of Mills Custom Music Company. How's it going? Hey man, good. Uh, thanks for uh, having me out here. This is uh, exciting to... Get to catch up and uh, get to officially meet you. We've, we've kind of been uh, friendly online a little while now. Um, we have a bunch of mutual friends that you've mm-hmm. been uh, working with. So uh, your name's come up on a, a few different uh, episodes and stuff. And I was like, well, I kind of want to get to know a little bit more about you and what you've been up to and stuff. And um, so th- this is a great opportunity with this show. It allows me to to do that kind of stuff and invite people and hang out and like get talk and stuff. So... Uh, so thanks for doing this. Right on. This uh, you were uh, you were telling me just a little bit off mic there that you're you're not originally from St. Louis. We were kind of talking about the uh, 
the the snow and all that. You said uh, you you just recently or you're you're still newer to St. Louis. Um, I actually moved here a little over three years ago yeah. from uh, South Florida area where I lived. Like I lived in Miami, Fort Lauderdale, like that whole area. Um, and uh, about three and a half years ago, um, I needed a, a central location for this company because um, shipping stuff out of uh, Miami is really expensive to the rest of the country. So um, I, uh, I decided to make it a to, to make more of a central location for the country. And I was, I was originally planning on uh, moving to Chicago, but um, the, the guy that started the business with me, Jared, suggested we move to St. Louis. And um, I took, a, it was more of a, of a, of a whim thing where uh, I took a look at uh, real estate prices out here and I was like, yep, going there. <laughs> right, yeah. So um, yeah, uh, it's, uh, so far I've been very, very, very happy with that choice. I, I love it here. It's uh, it's a great town. So strictly for business and right? You, like it wasn't yeah, uh, originally it was it was just for business. I didn't know anybody out here. Yeah. I just kind of was like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> let's go out there. I think that's why uh, a lot of people do stay here in St. Louis too, like as far as uh, musicians and uh, artists and stuff, because there there is a lot of the cost of living is a lot more affordable mm -hmm. than uh, you know heading to the coast and stuff and all that. And like so, um, so it does make it nice where you can afford to be a, a working musician in, around town and stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, if if I hadn't chosen this town, I don't think I would have been able to do this company for as long as I've been able to do it. Um, furthermore, it's it's just a, a great location. Mm -hmm. Like for you know, you're you're so close to so many different places, and um, like being from South Florida, you know, like getting out of the state takes 10, 12 hours. Right. So um, here you can go to you know Kentucky, you can go to Nashville, you can go to Chicago. There's so many places that are like four hours away right you know so it's uh it's it's been really cool living out here i've gotten to see uh, a lot of different cities um you know uh meet a lot of really cool people and um i'm really really happy with the decision to move here yeah so you started uh well so we started mills uh custom music company in south florida you had a partner, you said, uh, mm -hmm. that you started with, and yeah, um, uh, he's still involved. Um, yeah. He's uh, his name's Jared. He's in the in the band Staghorn, um, who is uh, pretty pretty prolific, like a uh, national DIY touring band. Um, and uh, yeah, we uh, we kind of came up with this idea together and um, moved forward. Was it just? Uh, I guess you you mentioned uh, being a musician. I'm mm -hmm. guessing like playing and decided to start trying to your hand at making your own amps and or yeah well the the way that it started was um i uh i really wanted to uh get into you know making my own effects pedals when i was younger uh probably around 17 18 maybe early 20s i it's been a while ago so i don't really remember the exact time frame but um so, you know, I made a few pedals and um, it went it went fine and, you know, just stuff that's already out there. Um, so, uh, you know, one day I was like, I was kind of not happy with the amp that I had and uh, I decided, you know, I could probably make one of these and I kind of just like went through some schematics and, you know, kind of came up with an idea of what I, what I needed and um, I made a pretty basic amp, like a Fender Bassman with an effects loop, and 
um, it was it was good. Um, and then as soon as I did that, I got the bug, man. And I yeah. was like, I just started um, really getting into the uh, the whole amp making idea, and um, you know, it just kind of went went downhill from there. <laughs> Well, not downhill, I guess. Um, it uh, it just picked up speed from there, and um, you know now I'm uh, I've got uh, about I've got five uh, unique circuits that aren't copies of anything, you know. So um, my whole concept was uh, after getting out of that whole like DIY ethos was to um, make something that was good quality and uh, a good sound quality and affordable for, you know, musicians wanting to get outside of, um, you know, your, your, your big three, you know, Vox, Fender, Marshall amps that wanted something maybe a little different, but didn't want to spend, you know, five grand on something that was a little different. So um, all of my prices uh, compete with those, uh, those bigger name brands, but, um, you know, sometimes they're they're cheaper. So um, I just wanted to, like I said, make something that was uh, unique and attainable yeah. for for musicians. And uh, I think I've I've done a pretty good job of that of keeping the price down while uh, constantly improving the product. Right. And so far, uh, like everything is like all kind of like one-off kind of stuff i mean like are you making like a lot of custom like you're saying obviously the name's custom but like it's all like somebody will come to you and, and want you to build something or you ha you build it and then you try to sell it or how's it um right now uh it's a little bit of both yeah um it's mostly a build to order thing where i mean we offer um you know a certain amount of uh of specific models that you can buy and you can cu customize the aesthetics for you know uh increase in price but um uh mostly it's uh somebody will hit me up and be like hey i want this 100 watt amp that you make and i'm like all right cool so they place a deposit and i build it and then ship it off yeah mm -hmm. that uh i guess I, I think one of the first times i started taking notice to the name um was uh th through uh gaslight there was uh some of those like playthrough videos mm -hmm. i think with uh uh dave anderson was Mm -hmm. Play, uh, playing through one of your amps, I believe, on uh, and uh, Matt McElrath shot the video and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that's where I first started taking name notice the name, and then um, I know uh, Brotherly and the Leather Jackals are mutual friends, and mm -hmm. and Josh has talked uh, about your uh, amps a lot and stuff. So like, so that's kind of what it was. It was a bunch of friends started talking about you know what, what the work you've been doing. So mm -hmm. like, uh, so it's cool to see like a bunch of my friends around town that are using your equipment and stuff and yeah i had uh you know such a, a warm reception in this town and it uh you know which contributed to me liking the place obviously yeah. but um yeah i mean it's just been st louis has been really great to me so you know uh, there's a lot of musicians uh that are you know notable in the city that that own pieces of of the gear and um you know i, I couldn't be happier about that yeah so. i i i mean I'm sure uh, I'm sure you feel the same way, but like, like I feel uh, I got those. I gave you gave you some too with the stickers. I start seeing those stickers like around on like guitar cases mm -hmm. or or whatever, and I get just like whenever I see them around, and especially stuff I didn't put on or something. You know, somebody you know, 
uh, in the band or whatever they got on their guitar case or on the bathroom wall or whatever it is like just start seeing my name around like that like it just makes me very proud that mm -hmm. uh, to be a part of this in some way but I'm sure like when you go, you go to a show or whatever it is or you see the videos and you see somebody's got uh, and then their Mills amp on the stage there and like that's I mean that's got to make you feel incredibly proud yeah but, it's uh, it's definitely a great feeling and um, just to, to have so many people have uh, have a good opinion of them right. is is really a great feeling too it's it's validating you know it's like um, I, I spend a lot of time doing this, you know, and, uh, you know, sometimes putting in 16, 17, 18 hours a day working on this stuff and to have people um, appreciate that kind of, uh, you know, hard work that you do is, is it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you want to keep doing it, you know, so. Yeah. So, uh, so what, what all does uh, Mills Custom Music uh, Company Entail like I mean you got the like I said we mentioned the amps you steady started with pedals are you still doing pedals uh, I don't really do pedals that much anymore if I do a pedal it's more of like just a personal thing for me it's not uh, something that I, uh, I I don't really think that I can compete in that market it's uh, it's there's so many small pedal companies out there and um, uh, and everybody's doing great work and it's like um, I do have a, a working knowledge of that stuff but I think that. Uh, you know, I, I really, I really focused on uh, amplifiers when I was once I got into that. So you know, all these these cool like fuzz pedals and delay pedals that you see coming out. It's um, it's not something that I I really uh, I really can compete with. You know, right. so um, I kind of try to shy away from that. But um, one thing that uh, I we also do very well is uh, cabinets. Uh, guitar and uh, bass cabinets. I'm primarily uh, a bass player in um, uh, in a couple bands around town, and um, you know I I was really fascinated with uh, the way bass equipment is constructed and designed because it's completely different than guitar. So um, I started making stuff for myself, and you know it, it took a little while to perfect, but. Um, as of right now, like uh, I think uh, I make some really, really good bass gear that's really competitive with stuff that's out there on the market and um, you know has our you know unique look. But um, yeah, so uh, mainly amps and cabs is uh, what I'm uh, I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I was kind of noticed, uh, I, I don't know if you were saying kind of the unique look, like mm -hmm. uh, I noticed uh, a lot of them are real uh, thin, like uh, it seems like, um, I don't know, and then like I think it was, was it, uh, I think Sean might even said something too about the, the weight and stuff, that they're very, very lightweight and mm -hmm. things too, so like... Uh, uh, Sean Kimball, I think does he, right. is he playing? Yeah, he's got a he's got a bass cab. He's got a two fifteen bass cab, and um, yeah, that was uh, when when I made cabinets. When I when I went to go make cabinets, I, my number one end goal was uh, lightweight. I wanted to be lightweight, but you know, uh, with with bass stuff, if you make it lightweight, you're you're making it smaller. So you have to kind of uh, do a balancing act to find that good sound, that good, you know, thumping sound while maintaining a light weight. Um, and uh, I do that with, uh, with experimenting with port sizes and stuff. And, um, you know, at, at this point I've found like the good combinations for all the different sizes that I make. And um, 
but yeah, that, that's like one thing that I really wanted. I, I really wanted out of uh, stuff that I designed was it to be easy to transport. So, um, like I said, I think that's a, another thing that I've uh, I've achieved. Yeah. So, yeah, man. I uh, like like I said, I think uh, with all these guys raving about it, because I don't know anything about. Like, I wish I could. Uh, ask a lot more but like i don't know anything about that world like mm -hmm. at all like i don't play i'm just a big fan so right on but like uh like i said uh that's why i want it it's for kind of the fun of this too is like getting to sit down and get to learn more about it because like like i said I, i'm that's a lot of fun of the show is just learning about what other people are doing like it's, mm -hmm. i really admire it and I, I think it's a fascinating thing like but imagine like like you're saying like uh it's just a lot of that trial and error i'm, I'm sure right like mm -hmm. starting with uh well, there's trying to figure it out what work switching out different components and things. yeah there's uh there's you know you don't just go into it blind there's um there's a lot of uh pretty intensive math that goes into it um and beforehand you can kind of um you know see where you where you're going to start you know and you have a pretty good idea of where you're at before you even build anything um but with uh with cabinets it's it's a you, you need to get as close as you possibly can because once you have that piece built it's it's done you know you can't really you know mess with it that much so um i uh i do i do uh it, it, it's it's actually pretty funny because you know math was never a strong subject for me until i started doing this and i found a way that uh, i could apply mathematics and i was like oh okay this makes sense now. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's that's a big part of it is kind of like the the uh, the conceptualizing of it. You know, it's like uh, I'll be I'll be sitting in, in bed like watching a movie, and then like you know, just out of nowhere, I'll have this this idea, and like then I'll just go down a rabbit hole and miss the whole movie. You know, <laughs> so. Um, but uh, yeah, that's uh, it's it, it's a little trial and error, but um, you know. Mostly, I, I know where I'm at before I start. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, that's uh, it makes for a, a pretty a pretty interesting process, sure. you know. So. so. So how long were you, you know? But you said you were playing and like kind of the, started getting the idea of wanting to kind of start building your own. Uh, how long were you doing this before you kind of made it your your gig, your your full time? Um, you know, I didn't. I didn't, it wasn't really my full-time thing until uh, I moved here. Yeah. And um, it, it wasn't really, like, supporting me until I moved here. But, um, you know, it was it was kind of like my, my side hustle for a while. Sure. And um, so I would say I, I've been doing it at this point for about six years in total. And my, my company's been around for um, about three and a half, four. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, that's I mean, that's uh, that's pretty crazy, man. Mm -hmm. Like to to think that you're like already uh, in that amount of time and to get to where you already are, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, I've been I've been messing with with gear f since I was, you know, like I said at the beginning, like uh, like late teens. So, mm -hmm. um, it's just this this particular, you know, endeavor I've been doing for about four years. Yeah. So. Do you get around to like a do you do like as a big part of your what you do um, as, as far as the sales part of it and things and showcase like do you do you go around a lot of the different uh, um, conventions and different stuff like that or I I actually haven't really gotten into that yeah. yet but um, 
the most most of my business comes from word of mouth and um, the internet. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, uh, we have a we have a pretty decent reputation out there, and um, people hit me up and are like, "Hey, uh, I was thinking about this." And I was like, all right, well, I can get you that. So, um, and we do a, a lot of business nationally that way. Um, and, uh, you know, it's uh, gearing up for those, for those trade shows is a, is a huge endeavor. And I just, um, when I go there, I want it to be, I want it to be like an arrival. You know, I want it to be like, okay, we're here. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get like a, a little table like off in the cut somewhere where you know I'm there paying the money and not really getting anything out of it. I wanna, I wanna be able to show up to these these places and be like, all right, um, this is our this is our booth. This is what we have to offer, and um, you know, I, I wanna I wanna go there and, and make a statement and have a and leave a memory at those places. So yeah, absolutely. even if it's, even if it's just a, a smaller version of it, I just, um, you know, I'm, I, I obviously am not going to be competing with Marshall and Fender at those places, but, um, to be able to, to go there and have a, a presence is kind of something I'm, I'm waiting on. Right. That's what I think is kind of fun about like that. I mean, regardless of what it is, I mean, everybody, everybody knows, like I say, Marshall and Fender and all mm-hmm. the, the big names and stuff, but like, I think there's a lot of people out there looking for something different and looking for more personal experiences and stuff and having that one-on-one with you mm-hmm. and having to be able to build something brand, you know. That well, co- it's it's also like a, a, a customer service thing, you know. It's right. like if you have a if you have an issue with one of the big companies, it's going to it's going to take forever to get that resolved and exactly, like with yeah. when if uh, if you have an issue with something for me, I'm going to get it fixed in a week, you mm-hmm. know. So, um, also like I think it's I think it's really it's it's really interesting to me because um, I've I've always been an artist and it's interesting to me being on the other side of that art you know instead of you know creating art I'm creating the tools to make art and I think that that's that's something that's that's really um, through all the uh, you know the ups and downs of of having this 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 company I think that's what's really kept me moving forward is just that idea. Is that um, yeah, I'm making a, a unique tool that other people can use to express themselves, and I think that that's that's really, really, you know, unique and um, and and cool, yeah. you know. So um, definitely, man. Yeah. I ask. That's uh, kind of the crazy, you know. Like you think about how how many people, how many people that that can impact, you know. Let alone like like one guy can buy your uh amp and play or whatever but maybe like he plays out a show and some other kid sees that and like that's what he wants to do and like you know it's just like that whole ripple effect that you can mm-hmm. kind of put into it all and like and, and inspire a whole new generation of kids that want to play and different stuff so yeah and you know being a player myself it's um it's the the gear that you're using is is inspiration in itself you know the the sound that you're getting out of it will um will make you kind of come up with something different than playing out of this amp over here and this guitar setup and these pedals and you know everything kind of gives you a different texture and I think being a being a part of that 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 concept is is really humbling to me mm-hmm. it's like oh man I'm like I'm helping somebody you know flesh out their vision yeah. and that's that's really what's cool to me about this whole process so yeah. 
Well, you uh, you can find Mills Custom Music Company on Facebook and Instagram. And Instagram, said. yeah. Yeah, and we. Uh, so you said that's mostly uh, where you do a lot of your your business through. Uh, so if people can come, you can they can message you through there mm-hmm. and, uh, and contact you, and um, and you can you know you can see all the pictures and all the different uh, work you've been up to on the Instagram and stuff. Mm-hmm. So get involved on there. Uh, what uh. Like going forward, like what would uh, would you like to continue? I mean, obviously, uh, you're saying you make want to make make to those trade shows one of these days mm-hmm. and stuff and all that. But like, do you look to uh, expand the brand as far as uh, adding more, you know, different things, or is there uh, is there stuff you think about like that? Oh, uh, I'm I'm always thinking of new stuff to do. Right. So like, um, whether it be like new models or like. Um, how I can reach more people. Um, right now, I, uh, I've got um, I've got five different amp heads that I sell: two bass, three guitar, and um, you know any any sort of cabinet that you can think of. I build, um, and that that's uh, that's kind of where the the custom moniker comes in. Is that um, we can we can make things look any way you want and any any speaker cab configuration that you can think of I can usually make it happen so um, that's one thing that I want to continue to do um, I have a, I have a, a concept for a, a high gain guitar amp like a metal amp that um, I'm planning on fleshing out sometime this year but um, you know that's that's gonna high gain is the hardest thing to do high gain and bass those are the hardest things to design um, there's so many variables that go into it, so um, getting something that has a unique texture and a unique feel versus um, what's already out there is is something that uh, is difficult. But as soon as I get some time to like sit down and focus on it, I'll have it out pretty quickly. Yeah. But um, as as far as uh, expansion is concerned, um, uh, we've. Uh, partnered up with uh, the Gaslight brand just recently. So uh, we're going to be moving forward with that in 2019 and um, trying to get onto a, a bigger, you know, national stage that way. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they've been doing a lot of good things over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's cool, man. I'm excited in, uh, to see what happens for you. And like I said, all my, my friends, uh, I'm sure feel the same way since they are happily uh, talking about you everywhere they go too. So yeah. Um, well, let's. Uh, I kind of want to get into. You mentioned some of the stuff about being a musician, and you do play around town a little bit uh, with. Uh, you said bounce house and. Yeah, I'm in a I'm in a pop group, a synth pop group called Bounce House, where I play bass, and um, you know it's uh, uh, it's it's something that always comes up in conversation because you know I play in a band where there are no guitar players, so um, I'm I'm a sucker for pop music, and um, you know I've. Uh, I've always been kind of into uh, uh, heavier bands, playing playing heavier rock music, and I, uh, you know, recently I was just like, oh well, you know, I actually really like pop music. Let's see what happens. Let's let's try to let's try to do something with that. And um, you know, uh, my partner Corey and um, her brother started a band, and um, with uh, with her her brother Cody. And his roommate Jonathan had started playing together, and um, they needed a uh, they needed another piece. So I was like, "I'll play bass." <laughs> <laughs> so then you know it's uh, it's it's been good so far. I'm I'm really uh, I'm really happy with uh, the way the uh, the band's taking shape. We're gonna 
uh, be releasing our first record in March. Oh, uh, on March, uh, I'm not sure about the date yet, but we recorded over at uh, Bird Cloud Studios with Ryan Wasaba. Yeah. And um, he's great, and he made the process so fun and so easy just to, like, get the takes that we needed. And it was just a... Um, it was a lot of fun recording with him, so um, we're really excited about bringing uh, bringing our our weirdo synth pop to uh, to St. Louis, and we're gonna see what happens with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm in a, I'm in another group uh, called Mariner that's that's taken a hiatus, but um, you know, right now I'm I'm pretty focused on uh, you know moving Bounce House forward. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that uh, that'd be exciting, man. To like especially get the the record out there and. Mm-hmm. And see what uh, happens. See what how people respond to it. And yeah, that uh, I've definitely heard the name a lot. Um, being being pretty heavily involved in our St. Louis music scene, but yeah, I haven't been able to catch a show yet. But uh, I'll have to do that here real soon. Come out and come out and see you play. Yeah, and we've uh, you know it's 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 hard to, to to get any sort of of lasting promotion when you don't have a you know you don't have a record out on the market for people to you know reference. So. Um, as soon as that comes out, I think we're we're gonna see um, we're gonna see a lot of 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 positive reinforcement. Um, I'm like I said, I'm I'm super stoked about this band. It's it's different. It's fun. It's it's not sad music, which is primarily what I've I've been uh, privy to making up until this point. And um, it's it's new for me, and I I'm really really stoked on it. So. Yeah. So how uh, how you uh, how do you balance the two then? If like you're saying you're doing sometimes uh, sixteen hour days or whatever in the shop, like how do you find time to make it to band practices and all that stuff? Like, well, the um, the uh, I'm trying to think of the right word here. Um, the 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 cool thing about about being you know in this business is. I get to play my instrument a lot, you know, um, whether I'm, uh, I, I run a repair shop as well, which is, um, uh, a huge part of my, my income. But, um, yeah. So if you need any, any amps repaired, hit me up. Um, but, uh, so, you know, testing out these amps and stuff, you know, I get a lot of time to just play bass, play guitar. Um, so I get to practice then a lot, uh, but you know, also working in a in a shop like this, I can pretty much have at practice sure. whenever. Yeah. So yeah, I guess when you're your own boss, you can make, yeah. <laughs> make the rules. Right. Um, well, you know, I like to say that um, I'm the worst boss I've ever had. So <laughs> I don't give I don't give myself a whole bunch of uh, leeway or breaks. But um, you know, um, being in. Uh, being in this this sort of situation, uh, you know, I always have a, a space to make loud noise, and I think that that's you know a hurdle a lot of people, you know, struggle to to cross is finding not only the time but the space in which to do it, and um, you know, balancing it for me up until this point has um, not been all that difficult. Yeah, um, it's. It's been difficult, you know, sometimes to, to be creative after you work a long day. Sure. But, um, you know, most of the time I, I feel like I can compartmentalize. It's it's not like I have, uh, you know, a ton of, like, super stressful things that happen to me. But, you know, it's it's grueling. Mm-hmm. And, and keeping, keeping the 
keeping your mind separated, you know, like when, when it's, when it's time to go to band practice and be creative, not thinking about amps is, is tough. Sure. So, um, you know, uh, it's, it's hard for me to, to, to really get those two things separated sometimes, but I think at, at the end of the day, I, I do a pretty good job of, um, you know, being creative mm-hmm. when I, when I need to be. Right. So. Yeah. I think that's, uh, uh, I used to, you know, I did a lot of supervisor for a while at my job and I did all that, you know, it was like, I, there was a lot of stuff where I kind of constantly always thought about it, you know, even when I was off the clock kind of thing. And then it's like, it was, I, step down and like now i'm just kind of a part of the crew and it's mm-hmm. nice where i can kind of clock out and shut it off and forget about it and stuff and like so i'm sure like that's kind of what you're, like you're saying as the band is kind of that for you like is mm-hmm. where you can kind of forget about the the shop for a little while and, and just play and have fun and yeah and you know that's that's always been my uh my goal with my musical outlets you know um mariner has been on tour around the midwest several times and um that's been a ton of fun and um, I'm, I'm really glad I got to experience that with, with those boys. It was a uh, great time. But, yeah. um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting uh, Bounce House out there on the road, too. Yeah. Um, we're, we're ready to go. So we just need, the, we need to get all the parts in place, and then uh, we're going to hit the road. Very cool. That'd be exciting. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Get out there and sell that new album. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I was a... Uh, um, um, no, I'm blanking now. I don't know. Uh, I was gonna ask. Uh, I forgot where I was going with that. No, I don't know. <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, well, you can again. Uh, so you can find the Bounce House on uh, Facebook also, and uh, the, Facebook and Instagram yeah, as well. Yeah, you um, so we're there. So get involved with the uh, Bounce House and keep an eye out for that record coming in March. And uh, and. And Mariner is also on on Facebook and and uh, and Instagram. We're also on Spotify. Yeah. If you look up uh, Mariner bury you, you'll pull up our our record that uh, we're really really happy with. So yeah, yeah, check that out. Yeah, and uh, well, yeah, man, this has been uh, a lot of fun to getting to chat and getting to getting to meet meet you and getting to know a little bit more about Mills Custom Music Company. Um, I was gonna ask. Uh, do you have advice for those uh, looking to do something, you know, start just even business-wise, like going into uh, business for themselves like that? Is there anything, uh, any tips you've learned along the way uh, doing this? Uh, uh, you know, uh, be prepared to be broke. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, the, the hardest thing is, um, you know, you don't really get to keep a lot of, you know, money for yourself. It, it all goes back into, into your project. So, um, be prepared for, uh, you know, kind of a, of a hard lifestyle shift. You know, it's, it takes a, it takes a lot of dedication and, um, it, it takes a lot of self-sacrifice and, um, that's, you know, that's, that's really been the hardest part for me is, um, you know, kind of reconciling those two things. And, um, uh, another thing is, you know, just, Try to stay positive, you know, just keep moving forward. Um, there's going to be roadblocks. There's going to be, there's going to be obstacles. You just gotta, you gotta get around them. You gotta go over them. So, um, yeah, you know, 
yeah those sorts of things you know yeah yeah i think uh have you, have you uh i mean i'm sure that's the idea the thoughts come up but like you know just going back to a, a regular job and like i mean i that's the thing like i think about it like i do a lot of work for this but it's like but i and I think about like times like I get down and I'm like, man, I just it'd be easier just to give it up and quit. But it's like, but it's something I so passionate about. Like that's not that's not ever gonna happen. Yeah. But it's like, but you you know, everybody gets down. But yeah. it's like you gotta keep keep on moving. It happens a lot. It happens a lot to me. It's just like you know, you're you're sitting there and you're like, man, life would be a lot easier if I just you know did something everybody else did. <laughs> so, um, but. Um, you know, you, you push through it and uh, you uh, you stay true to the work, you yeah. know? And um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a ride for sure, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so. ebb and flow. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think uh, I think we're on to big, bigger and better things right now, though. I think there's a lot of good things coming, coming your way, um, especially here coming mm-hmm. in the new year for 2019. I think... Uh, I think a lot of the good things are happening for for Mills Custom, so hopefully, uh, yeah, I'm I'm super excited about it. You know, it's like um, this is uh, simultaneously the most fun and the most terrifying thing I've ever done with my <laughs> right. with my life. So um, it's uh, it's 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 a lot, but it's also a lot of fun. Sure. So and it's it's very rewarding. And um, you know, my my mantra is. Um, Whenever I, I start getting kind of in that headspace, I'm like, you know, this beats waiting tables. Yeah. You know, so. Um, Definitely. And, um, yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about 2019. I'm really excited about the future of this project and uh, where I'm going to take it. Yeah, man. And uh, where my partners are going to help me go, so. And if you, uh, so if, yeah, if you need uh, your repair work, if you need uh, a brand new amp or any whatever it is, uh, reach out and, uh let Justin know what you what you need, and uh, we get we we'll take care of you over here at, uh, at Mills Custom Music Company. Uh, get involved on uh, Facebook and Instagram, and uh, keep an eye out for all the new stuff coming soon. But yeah, man, I uh, truly appreciate you doing this. It's been a lot of fun getting yeah, to chat. Thanks. So uh, thanks I, for having me on. Yeah, thanks. Bye, everybody. Rock paper, paper podcast. Rock paper podcast. Rock paper podcast. Rock paper podcast. Rock paper podcast. Well, yeah, that was it.